Hello, Homeschool Mamas. Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Show. I'm Teresa Wiedrich from CapturingTheCharmLife.com. Homeschool Mama Self-Care is for homeschool mamas looking for a self-care strategy or a few so we can tackle our homeschool challenges and turn them into our charms. In this inaugural episode, I'm going to introduce you to me, why I homeschool, and why I think self-care practices are a necessity for the homeschool parent. My name is Teresa. I'm a homeschool mom of four for the past 11 years in British Columbia, Canada. Presently, my eldest daughter is in her first year university. I've got a 17-year-old, a 14-year-old daughter, and an 11-year-old son. I had the notion to homeschool when I picked up a book on a lark during a vacation. I chose that book to get my arguments against homeschooling. It seemed to me that everyone around me was doing it, and I wanted to find reasons to not do it. It sounded like a lot of work, and I'm not a trained teacher, I'm a degree-trained nurse. How am I going to provide academics that my kids need? What about the kids' socialization? Uh, yeah, I asked that. Sounds like an off-grid kind of thing to do, and I'm a mainstream kind of gal. By the end of reading that book, I determined... I, by the end of reading that book, within just a week, I determined homeschool would be an excellent lifestyle. This would be a great way to educate the kids. There'd be a whole lot of freedom for their education, for our potential to travel, for their socialization, as it would be packaged in real-life socialized experiences instead of classroom-focused socialization. Both my husband and I were sold by the end of that book, the end of that week. So we planned to homeschool a year and a half later, alongside a provincial move that we were making from Alberta to British Columbia. Before we moved, we added a son to our family of three little girls. We took our eldest um, out of school after she finished her grade two year, and our second daughter finished kindergarten. Before we moved, that's when we sta started. That's when we started our homeschool lifestyle, July of two thousand nine in Kamloops, British Columbia. I had a vision about That's when we started our homeschool lifestyle, July of 2009 in Kamloops, British Columbia. And yes, I said July. So we planned to homeschool. I had a vision about homeschooling back in those days. They included three little girls in white frilly dresses running out to the garden to chase butterflies and play in the sun. They would flit back in the afternoon for reading of fairies and gardens and beautiful things on our white sofa. I learned that little girls in white dresses grow up not to want to wear dresses at all. They prefer American Eagle and Lululemons. And white sofas are a bad idea for any family. But homeschooling? I haven't regretted that choice. However, the reasons why I homeschool have shifted time and time again, and are as different a reason as my initial intentions to become a parent. Oh, the early idealism. 
However, the reasons why I homeschool have shifted time and time again and are as different reasons as my initial intentions to become a parent. Remember the early idealism of parenting and the early idealism of homeschooling? My reasons for homeschooling have shifted at least a half dozen times along the way. I had a different idea of what homeschooling would be like, just like I have a different idea of parenting now. As homeschoolers, we would arise at 7 o'clock where I would provide a hot meal. Then we tidy the kitchen and meet at the sofa to begin the day with morning circle time. Lovely read-alouds with fresh drawing art pencils and art books. Then we'd enjoy each other's presence at all times of the day. No bickering, no complaining, no discord of any sort. We will enjoy the curse of book, no matter our age or competence. We will recite the sing-songy grammar poems in Susan Wise Bauer's first language lessons, which I actually really like. Then open our cursive books, our spelling books, our dictation books, our narration books. We'll practice phrases from French and Latin, Italian, and we'll dabble in Swahili because we were going to go on a field trip to Africa. I'll have separate math lesson times for each of the girls, age six, eight, and four. And the eight-month-old baby will happily scooch across the floor and eventually sit in a high chair joyfully with age-appropriate toys. And I? I won't need anything. The joys of all these charmed moments will take away my breath every morning, and I will be fueled for two decades of utopia. Until I wasn't. If you haven't, until I wasn't, if you've been homeschooling for more than a few weeks, you know there are days of utopia. They are delightful. They are the days we point random curious people toward. And you also know they are not on repeat every single day. I won't share the reality of the not so perfect days because you already know those. You only have to turn off this podcast and wait to discover the real homeschool narrative right outside your door. It isn't Instagram perfect. And if you want me to balance my discussion of utopian homeschool days, I can direct you to turn this pod- podcast off and lock yourself in a bathroom. The kids always know when you're in there and something unexpected always happens when you are behind locked doors. I've been homeschooling long enough that I've had to reconsider my reasons for homeschooling over and over and over. I'd like to know why you're homeschooling. I'd love to hear your reasons, who you are, who you homeschool. There was one element of the homeschool life lifestyle that definitely created a challenge for my homeschool self. You want to guess? Well, it's the title of this podcast and the book that I've written, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Thrive, Not Just Survive. This challenge is probably why most curious bystanders drop their jaws in awe of our homeschool profession and declare I could never homeschool. They know intuitively what takes some of us a few weeks into homeschooling or months to discover. Homeschooling can be challenging. Within a few weeks, we discover that kids don't like prescribed sit-down schooly activities. Well, some of them, some of them do. 
Within a few weeks, we realized that even I don't want to meet at 8 a.m. sharp and try to gather everybody's energy and attention to not fight over which seat they want to sit in or get the baby to stop pulling things off the table. Impatience and overwhelm and heated tempers are easy to find. Questioning whether what we were, were doing is actually enough, how maybe we could just fit in one more thing, one more book, try to check every box off, read every passage, write every grammar wrong. Anytime my nine or seven-year-old wrote anything. Now give it a few months. You can be lonely too. You're at home with three young kids and a baby in a city you don't know well with no family or maybe no family that approves of your homeschool choice. Every Wednesday evening, I took my overwhelm to Starbucks. A pumpkin spice latte, a scone, a journal, and a pen were my therapy and my entertainment and my creative outlet. I wrote about our homeschool experience, and by the way, I have a post on my blog about how I saw homeschooling when I started and how I see it now. Two things I can say categorically. Homeschooling is no utopia, but it's also a deeply gratifying family lifestyle. When I hit the wall of doubt and frustration, which was probably in a January or a February in the slump month season, I asked, what am I doing? I don't want to do this anymore. I had quite enough of kid conflict. I had enough of the push and pull of the beginning adolescent years with my eldest. I didn't like me for being frustrated and impatient with any of them. I really was ready to put the kids on the bus, and I said so with an inappropriate passion. I had to find a different reason for homeschooling, and I had to do things differently. A good friend, a sister at heart, shared with me a TED Talk of Brene Brown. In those days, she was probably sharing about her book, Daring Greatly. What struck me most significantly was that I wasn't really accounting for me in our homeschool. I wasn't really thinking about myself, wasn't looking after myself, or what my needs were, or what my wants were, or me at all. That was the moment I began to think about how to gear our homeschool lifestyle to what I needed, as well as what my children needed. So that is the reason that I began Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Thrive, Not Just Survive. I would love to hear about who you are, you as a homeschool parent, who your kids are, what part of the world you're in. I would love to hear why you chose to listen to a podcast on homeschool mama self-care and what you would like to get out of this podcast. My goal in this podcast is to equip you with self-care strategies that will help you turn your challenge. My goal in this podcast is to equip you with self-care strategies that will help you turn your challenges into your charms. I will share regular interviews with someone we love or someone we need to get to know that will help us facilitate our self-care strategies. A simple self-care strategy for this week is to get outside. It's the slump month season when the skies are overcast and gray. The routine that we were excited about the month before we started studies has definitely lost its enthusiasm. The kids are tired of their activities and they want to get out of routine as much as we do. 
When you feel the energy is low, maintain that daily outing. Get outside and do anything, something. There's something about that sunshine, vitamin D infusion, something about being in the natural world that has a tendency to calm us. There's its pace and its energy. Just 15 minutes. Sled, walk a dog, hike, cross-country ski. Do physics experiments in the playground. Play at the beach and invite me. This is your simple self-care strategy for this episode. Thank you for joining me today. If you want to learn more about me, head to www.capturingthecharmlife.com. The show notes will be there. You'll find a preview of my book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Thrive, Not Just Survive. And you can also find a free 15-minute coaching session about the most important self-care strategy, thought self-care. Next episode, you'll get to hear from our very first guest of the season of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. Until next week, let's turn our challenges into our charms. Yours truly, Teresa.